It's time to pull up a chair and open your Bible for today's Bible study segment of Naomi's Table. We are back at the table, and today's Bible teacher uh, is Sunny Shell. She joins me at the table. Hi, Sunny. Hi. How are you, sweet Amy? Hey, doing great. Hungry for the word here at the table. So uh, we're going to be covering Proverbs 31, verse 10, more precious than jewels. And I love that. My birthstone happens to be rubies. Not that I hang a lot of uh, uh, credence on birthstones <laughs> or anything like that. But uh, boy, it's always thrilling to find that that's in the Bible as well. So, um, <laughs> so yes, we're going to be we're going to be covering this. We're going be putting some food out at the table here for you to come and get and get it while it's hot. It's going to be nourishing and delicious as uh, Sunny's Bible studies always are. Um, Sunny, let's talk a little bit about More Precious Than Jewels. What's this one about? Well, this one is off of, as you know, all the lessons. Um, it's an exegetical study, so every lesson is about each specific verse. Um, I talk about in this book how uh, the spiritual ramifications and give you the um, practical ap- practical applications of what is in each verse. So in Proverbs thirty one ten it says she is more precious than jewels. Actually, it says an excellent wife. Mm, yes, you can find she is far more precious than jewels. I love that because they're not just saying she's more; she's far and more. I mean, we're using every term that we can to tell you how much she excels beyond. Mm the most priceless jewels. One of the ways that I explained it is that a Proverbs 31 woman, a biblically submissive woman, a God-honoring woman, is very rare. Yes. Her inner beauty is so exquisite that she alone on earth, alone, okay, she alone on earth can have the greatest influence on her husband. Her gentle and quiet spirit is of an excellent wife, also captures the attention of the Lord God Almighty. How cool is that? And he's the one who qualified her in submissiveness. And you know what? He gave that to her as her greatest strength. I know a lot of people don't see it. Submission as strength, we, on this earth, we think submission is weakness. But God says, this is a special, beautiful, precious gift he's given a wife as a power for her here on earth to defeat the schemes of the enemy, to build up her family, to build up her husband, and to lean on the Lord with everything and lead others, other women, um, anyone that God brings into her life to draw closer to the Lord rather than away. So it's it's an incredible power that we have. And, and you know, I like what you said about the Holy Spirit giving that to you, because as I look at submissiveness in the Bible, that is uh, something that's very hard to do on my own as a woman. In fact, that would take strength that I just don't have. And so, you know, it, it's not a weakness at all. Uh, no. Thank goodness and, and thank God we have the Holy Spirit that Jesus gives us to uh, help us with that gift. Absolutely. It's, it's funny because, you know, um, you know, we talk about what is the most excellent thing. This this scripture opens up with an excellent wife who can find. So when I talk about the word excellent, we're going to break that up uh, twice. The first time, we're going to break it up with another passage in scripture where, where the Lord talks about what excellence is. And we find that in the verse just before the famous love chapter. Mm-hmm. So that verse would be 1 Corinthians twelve thirty one, And this is where right before, you know, the Apostle Paul talks about that love being the most excellent thing, he says... And I will show you still a more excellent way. Mm. And the excellent way is the way of love. And here, if you correlate that with the excellent wife, she is full of God's love. You also can go to Proverbs 3.15, where it says that she, that is wisdom, is more precious than jewels. It's wonderful because the same terms are used. 
And it's referring to wisdom. And later on, we'll see in Proverbs 31, woman, that God fills her mouth with wisdom and kindness. That's on her tongue. So we're seeing all kinds of amazing power, you know, in a woman that God's given her in her submissiveness, actually, versus what the world says. So um, I, I would like to read Ephesians 5, 22 through 24. That says, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Mm. But a husband is the head of the wife, even, that means just like Christ is the head of the church, his body and is himself its Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives submit in everything to their husbands. And one thing I like to tell ladies is when women have asked me before, well, you know, I submit to my husband the big things. It's just a little thing, right? Not such a big deal. Hmm. And I, my comeback always is, I guarantee if you're not submitting to little things, you're no, no way are you submitting to the big things. And they said, well, how do you know that, Sonny? You don't know my household. I said, well, I don't need to, but I know the Lord. And the Lord says that if you can't be trusted with what is little, he doesn't give you anything big. That is, oh, that is true. What a great reminder. And, and I, what is the reaction when, when you tell them this? Because I, I, I imagine that many people listening to you right now are going, ah, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's actually what they say. <laughs> and then they go on. It's so wonderful because when I'm talking to a woman who is humble and receptive to the Word of God, she starts on her own spouting off all of a sudden, oh, now that you said that, I'm just thinking of all these little things that I don't do. And because of that, you're right. Mm. I really don't know the big things. What I think are the, the big things. And I said, absolutely. And I, and I tell them again, let me tell you in the practical application as something I like to do. We talk about the spiritual and practical application. If you aren't willing to submit to your husband on, let's say, something as small as where you're going to go out to eat for dinner, okay, let's say that he has a, he wants to go out for Italian, but you just really want Chinese tonight, mm-hmm. okay? But that's really not a big deal. That's pretty much a small thing, isn't it? Sure. But if you're not willing to give up that, and you're going to argue, and you're going to nag, and you're going to manipulate, and you're going to do, you know how us wives do. We know how to get our husbands oh, yeah. to give in to us. <laughs> yes, we do. Because it's you want to eat with... <laughs> it is sadly, and, and so and every woman can laugh and go, yeah, yeah, I've done yeah, that. Yes, yeah. I've done that. Whether it be a look or an attitude or a sound we make or all of the above or some nasty comment we make to the kids about him, mm-hmm. okay, anything to manipulate him to have our way. So we end up going out to dinner wherever we want to go. Now that's a very small thing. Now if you can't give up something that really doesn't matter that much to you, like what kind of food you're going to eat that night. Do you really think that you'll let go of something that grabs your heart? Mm, no. no. Something is absolutely not. So we just, we believe the devil's lie when we say, oh, well, I do it for the big things. Because it sounds good to say that. Mm. It's just the small things I let go. You let go of the small things. But God says in his word, if you don't do the small things, I don't even give you the big things to do. Wow. You know, God never has us jump and leap in doing things that we can't do. God always gives us things that we are able to do. You know, Sonny, I, I hear um, that biblical submission word, and uh, there's something that goes way back. Uh, it, those of us who, I'm going to date myself here, grew up in the 60s, 
and, and my my own mom, uh, not not necessarily a spiritual mom because she uh, wasn't a believer, and neither was I at the moment. But um, she uh, was very into the women's liberation, the independence yeah. woman. She wore the pants in the family, and that was my model. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have that biblical submissiveness by any stretch of the admi- uh, admission here to to look at her and say, well, this is how I'm supposed to model myself because she's following the Lord. I didn't have that. I know that there are women listening who didn't have that either. Uh, Talk to us about that period, how, you know, how biblically uh, challenging that is. Oh, very much so. Uh, We have to remember that um, it was a woman, Madeline Marie O'Hare, who uh, took Bible reading and prayer out of schools and made it illegal. It was a woman, Roe v. Wade, that was a catalyst to legalize the killing of hundreds of thousands, well, millions of unborn babies now. Um, And it was a woman, Helen Reddy, into the 70s. Okay, you grew up in the 60s, and and then, of course, the 70s, we took it over, and Helen Reddy decided, hey, I'm going to make a song about it. And this is very popular. Everyone knows this. I I think even teenagers have heard this. She says, I am woman. Hear me roar. I am woman. I am invincible. I am strong. I am woman. And I don't know if you remember um, some commercials they used to have. I remember this. Um, there'd be a gal coming home. She's a working woman. And she says, you know, um, I can bring home the bacon. Oh, meaning yes. I can go to work. <laughs> and I can fry it up in a pan. Why? Because she doesn't need a man. Very well. You know? and, <laughs> yeah. And we, we grew up with the Hellion Ready song in, in our age, you and I. We grew up with that kind of commercial. We grew up with, hey, we can do everything. We don't have to stay at home. You know, and do a mundane mm-hmm. and idiot's job. We can we can go out in the workforce and theater. We can do whatever we want. I am woman. Mm-hmm. But here, let me give a challenge to women today who are in Christ. I have a new song. I wrote a little verse. Or a little, <laughs> yeah, a little ditty for a new song, okay? okay? How about we sing this instead? I am woman. Watch me hide in Christ alone to change the tides. Of this country I will stride with Christ my Savior as my guide. That is a, that's a much better song, I think. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I don't know if someone will come up with a tune, but I like that better than the Helen Reddy song. And, you know, on um, the next time that we get to visit at the table, I want to tell you the second part of what excellent means, actually, in the Hebrew. It means kahil. Kahil, and, uh, okay. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you, in the original Hebrew, that's the word, but I'll, I'll tell you what that means next time when we get to visit. All right, well, that's all the time we have at the table, and I want to encourage you ladies to um, go to our website at Naomi's Table. Table.com and download all of Sonny's Bible studies and really get into the meat of the word. Take some time with it. Uh, you could bring it to a small group of women that, that you coach or mentor, if you will. Uh, spiritual mothering is great. Use these Bible studies to find uh, that those nuggets, those jewels uh, of Scripture where you can talk about these things. Um, there are plenty of resources. Uh, uh, this Bible study is much bigger than what we have time for on the table here, but we're just going to give you a little morsel of it here today so that you can go out and uh, find that food that you need so much to be that biblically submissive woman who, uh, who it, and it's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. Sunny Shell, thank you so much for being at the table with us. We will be right back. 